Welcome to Brief Success Radio, the podcast that brings you the most up-to-date information on training, nutrition, lifestyle and business with your host, Helda Barroso. Welcome to episode 15 of the Breathe Success Radio. Welcome, guys. Hope you're well. Um, I'm, all, I'm all, all alone today. No guests. And um, I'm going to try and be more proactive with this podcast because it's not easy to get a good amount of guests on the podcast all the time that are going to add value. So I'm going to start adding more value to you by doing these podcasts alone and, and, and giving you stuff that's going to help you uh, in the long term. So back when I started the podcast, I think it's episode two, I, I touched on the basics of energy balance, um, calories in versus calories out. And that to me is, you know, the first fundamental of nutrition. It's really important to understand nutrition that we first understand the basics of calories and the energy balance equation. Okay, so... If you haven't listened to that, I would advise you to go back and listen to episode two. Once you've listened to episode two, come back to this one, because today we're going to be talking about managing your energy balance. Okay. Now, um, look, guys, from, from my point of view, the, the only way that we can move forward now, we can progress in, in any aspect of life is understanding and being educated in whatever thing we're trying to progress in. Because most people I deal with, most of you probably listening to this, are interested either in fat loss or in muscle gain, typically. So my goal with, with, with this podcast is to try and give you as much information as I can so that you can make educated decisions based on your goals, whether it's fat loss, whether it's muscle gain, okay? And... As long as you are making an educated decision, even if it's the wrong decision, that's okay because you're an adult. All of us know alcohol are bad for us. A lot of us still drink alcohol. All of us know that cigarettes and smoking and drugs are bad for us, but a lot of people still do that. But that's okay. They're adults. They know the, the, the outcome could be bad. Therefore, they're taking that risk and it's up to them. It's up to us what we do. And I want you to have the same approach when it comes to nutrition, to eating, to training. I think it's important that we know why we're doing what we're doing. And once we know, we can make that decision. Whether it's good for us, whether it's bad for us, whether we choose to do it based on whatever is going on at the time. So this is why I'm doing this podcast. I really want you guys to understand this. Okay. So, energy balance. Uh, before we understand how well, we move on, Again, going to listen to podcast number two. But then now, how do we know and where does the calories that we burn on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis come from? We have a table, which is um, the components of our total daily energy expenditure. What are the components of that? So we have, t- what's, what's total daily energy expenditure, first of all? Well, that's calories that we burn day-to-day life. The stuff that goes on that our body to stay alive, that's what we call the total daily energy expenditure. So within that, we have BMR, we have NEAT, we have TEF, and we have EAT. So what are those? And what percentage of those 
do we use to burn calories? So BMR, our basal metabolic rate, that's where we burn most of our day-to-day calories, 70% on average. So can we have an impact on that? Not really. Uh, Our BMR is things that our body is doing to keeping us alive. Is our organs working? Is our muscles twitching? Is us breathing? It's just stuff that the body is doing to stay alive. We have no control over our BMR. So let's not worry about it. There's nothing we can do about that. 70% of our calories are being used there. Let's forget about it, move on. There's nothing we can do about that. Then we have our NEAT, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That's everything we do on a day-to-day basis that doesn't include any exercise. Okay, so walking to the car, washing the dishes, walking up the stairs, uh, folding your clothes. That's our need. We burn about 15% of calories on a day-to-day basis doing that. That's the next biggest thing of where we burn most of our calories. And this is when I work with clients, I, I get them to wear a, a, a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or a war ring, something along those lines, so we can track people's steps. Because that is something that is under our control and we can manage in the best possible way. Then we have TEF, the thermic effect of feeding. That's basically the food we digest. To digest that food, we burn calories. And that's about 10% of our total daily energy expenditure. Again, there there are some foods that burn more calories than others. More down the road of macronutrients, not, not specific, specific foods. But for example, protein, our body has to work slightly harder to digest protein. Therefore, it burns a little bit more calories to digest that protein. Um, but again, we don't have a huge amount of control over that. Apart from maybe towards the end, uh, an end of, of, a, of a diet phase, when someone's really depleted, we can increase, if you're still looking to, look, to looking to lose a bit more body fat, we can play around with the macronutrients to get a little bit of an advantage. But again, it's not a huge amount that we can do about that on a regular basis. And then that's about 10%. And then 5% of that to finish our 100% is eat. That's exercise, activity, thermogenesis. And that is basically the exercise that we do when we exercise. And that's only 5%. 5%. Wow. Really, Hilda? Yes. You know, we have this notion that, oh, I'm gonna, I want to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym three, four times a week, sometimes even five times a week. I'm going to lose lots of weight. Guess what, guys? You're burning about 5% of your total daily energy expenditure when you exercise. And that's obviously depending on the exercise that you're doing and how hard you're training. So it's not a lot. That's not to say... That exercise is not important. Exercise is hugely important for many, many reasons. But when it comes to fat loss, it's not the biggest thing that we need to be focusing on. But it's part of it. But it's not what people think it is. And it's important that you realize that. Okay. So these are, these are base, the basics of energy balance. These are the basics of it, guys. It's understanding understanding how do we manage that now now we know that most of the time our calories are burnt 
through stuff that we can't do nothing about 70% of the time. Then we've got our day-to-day life. We can, manage, we, can, we can manage that. We can look at that. Then we've got our, our thermic effect of feeding. We can maybe touch that. And we've got, <coughs> excuse me, our um, exercise. So what can we do now to manage that? So for me, the biggest thing that I believe to manage this based on our goals, are we trying to lose weight? Are we trying to maintain weight? Are we trying to put on weight in case of muscle most of the time? So how, we, how would we know how to stay in touch with that? Well, number one thing is we need to, first of all, find out where are we right now. So let's say as an example, we're trying to lose weight. The first thing we need to ascertain is how many calories are we consuming on our day-to-day basis? So logging calories is going to be very, very, very important. And there's lots of arguments out there to say that, oh, counting calories is not easy. We shouldn't be doing that. It's, it's not something that can be done sustainable. Um, but I, I, I've got to give you a counter argument to that because I totally believe every single one of us on this earth should have an idea of how many calories we're consuming and we should track calories for at least a period of time so that we understand where calories are coming from. The foods that we're eating, what are we getting from them? Where's the protein coming from? Where's the carbs coming from? Where's the fats coming from? Where's the fiber coming from? We need to understand that. Now, logging calories is going to be a huge part of you understanding all of this. So it's key that we log calories. So that's number one. First of all, you need to ascertain how many calories are you consuming? Most of you right now probably don't know because you're just guessing. You're eating, you're going along day-to-day life. You don't really know what you're eating. How much you're eating. You may be maybe even eating really well, which is great for your health. Fantastic. You get your vitamins, you get your minerals, you get your fiber, amazing. But you're still overweight. Why is that happening? Because you're still overconsuming calories. So we need to know how many calories you're consuming. Therefore, we need to count calories. That's rule number one. So downloading an app like MyFitnessPal is a great tool to use. Or you can write it down. Put it on a piece of paper if you're old school. That's how I did it back in the day when there was no apps. And we managed it really, really well. Yes, there was a lot more work than it is today. But if that's how you want to deal with it, that's how you want to deal with it. You'll need to find a way that you can sustain and you can be consistent with and adhere to most of the time. It's the only way you're going to get results. So what I suggest you do is anything from a week to a month, just log everything that you eat. Don't worry what foods you're eating, what are you doing, is this food for, good for me, is this food bad for me, this, should I eat this, should I, eat, should I not eat this, forget it. For you to get a real picture of what's going on in your life right now, try for a week if you want to do it for a month. Log anything that goes in your mouth that contains calories. Log it on the app, be as accurate as you can. I've got videos on YouTube and I'll put this in a link on, on the show notes on how to use my fitness pal to the best of its ability and follow it and log it and do the best you can within that. Once you've found out what your average calorie intake is per day, you now know what you've been doing on average over the last week, over the last month. So you've got a starting point of how many calories you've been consuming. Once you've got that, you also need to have 
How many cows are you burning within your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis? About 15% of your day-to-day life that you can control, okay? So for that, I always advise to get some kind of a, of a step counter. And no, your phone's not good enough because you don't have your phone on you the whole time. Where a wearable is better, like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or an Aura Ring, something that you've got on you all the time is going to give you a better a more, a more accurate result. Therefore, allowing you to understand how many calories, forget the calories, but how much you are burning within your day-to-day life. And again, wear that for a week, for a month, and then look at your averages. Are you doing 5,000 steps a day? Are you doing 10,000 steps a day on average? Or seven or eight or 11, whatever, it doesn't matter. We now then, after a month or after a week of, of looking at that, we've got a starting point of that. Okay, then the other thing and last thing is your exercise. Those are the three things that we can manage. Yes, we can also have a little influence on your thermic effect of feeding, on your digesting of food. To be honest with you, it's very little and, and, and I wouldn't want you to go into that anyway. That'll be something that would focus on right at the end when things are pretty spot on. So the three things that you need to focus on now would be those. How many calories are you consuming? How many steps are you doing? And what are you doing for exercise? So let's say, for example, you, you've counted your calories. On average, over a four-week period, you're consuming 3,000 calories. On average, on a four-week period, you're doing 5,000 steps a day. And on average, on a four-week period, you're training twice a week. That is what got you to where you are today. The way you look, your weight, Everything that's currently going on within you is based on those three things. Now, if your goal is fat loss, we can change one of those three variables. Okay, We know that exercise is only about 5% of your total daily expenditure. So you've got to ask yourself this question, right, I'm training twice a week. If I add another day there, is that going to make a huge impact on my weight loss? Probably not. It's going to be a very small amount. So you could, you could leave that to twice a week. Then you can look at your steps and you say, right, that steps can really have an impact on my total daily energy expenditure. So I'm currently doing 5,000. Could I increase that to 2,000? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. Yes, I can. Great. Use that. Keep your calories at 3,000. No need to change that yet. Change one of those three variables. Don't use all the tools at once because your body will adapt. That's what it does. Survival mechanism, you, this, is where we, this is what we call hitting a plateau. Your body will adapt. And when it adapts, you're going to have to change one of those three variables again. Therefore, don't change them all at once and don't change them all too quickly. Because the quicker you hit a plateau, the less it's going to, you, you're going to find it's going to be a sustainable approach for you. So small changes is going to be your best friend. So, month one, week one, you upped your steps to five to seven thousand. You kept your training the same, and you kept your calories the same. Now you see, are you getting results? Are you losing weight? If yes, fantastic. Keep it going. Don't change nothing until you stall. The day you stall, you can then look at those variables and see again. Of course, this only works if you're being consistent. If you doing one day and another day you're not doing it, another day you're doing it, another day not doing it, it's not going to work. You've got to be consistent with all these three variables all the time. And then that's basically how you manage your energy balance. 
in terms of whether you want to lose weight, put on weight, maintain weight. You manage those three variables. And I guarantee if you do that, you will get the result that you desire. Is it that simple, Helder? Absolutely it is. On paper, is it easy to change, to change habits? Absolutely not. If it was, everybody would do it. If it was that easy, there wouldn't be thousands of books on habit changing. So it comes down to understanding, first of all. So all I'm trying to do here is trying to give you the basics, trying to give you an understanding, trying to give you the knowledge so you can start making educated decisions. Once you've got that in place, then we can look at other options, we can look at other things. So hopefully, guys, this podcast has been, is helped. It's not very long. It doesn't have to be very long. And on the next podcast, we'll look at the next thing that we need to look at to help you towards your goals. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening once again. If you, of course, like it, please share it with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us some feedback. <clears throat> um, and let everybody know about it. You know, the more people that listen to this, the more it grows, the more I can stay consistent with it. Okay? Thank you so much once again for being part of the HB family. I appreciate you. And I'll see you on the next one. Take care.